Hi, this is Luis Carlos Pineda from Loud and Proud Orlando. I want to thank you for listening to us through Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Help us grow our purple community by following us on all our social media outlets. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're also available on YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. We're available on Instagram as Pineda underscore O-R-L. We're available on Facebook as Loud and Proud Orlando. And on Twitter as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And vamos Orlando. Welcome, everybody, to Loud and Proud Orlando. My name is Luis Carlos Pineda. I'm here. We're live Monday, April 4th, 8.35 p.m. Thank you so much to everybody that's online right now, live on our podcast. This is Loud and Proud Orlando. We'll talk about everything about Orlando City, Orlando Proud OCV. Um, So before we start, um, I want to thank the 10 people that are online right now. Thank you so much. And I want to encourage everybody to Check us out on our social media networks. We are on Twitter at LPO underscore podcast. We're live also on Facebook and on our YouTube channel right now. Click on the notification bell for all notifications. Um, tough, tough uh, pair of defeats. Uh, the pride uh, eliminated from the NWSL Challenge Cup. Um, Marta's injury. And then on the side of Orlando City, you had a tough defeat at home. Uh, four to two 
Uh, great goal from Pato, and he's in top shape. And then you have Joao Moutinho that played probably one of his best games uh, with an Orlando City jersey. Uh, kudos to him. He had a hell of a game um, last Saturday. Unfortunately, Orlando played a tremendous first half. Um, everybody wanted to see uh, that uh, those link-ups between the wings, between the mid, and unfortunately, Antonio Carlos' injury came about, right? As uh, we'll, we'll talk about in a little bit, right? Uh, it's a hamstring injury. And that seemed to kind of shock the team, in my opinion. It, it kind of seemed that mentally, and it happens in soccer. It happens in football. It happens in soccer. Um, it, it, it's an important part of the group. It's an important player. It's, it's, uh, I, will, I, I will consider him like a co-captain, you know, in, my, in my opinion, too, just like Mauricio. A guy that's already been here in Orlando for a long time, already knows everybody. Uh, and uh, it kind of shook him, right? And then the, <clears throat> the back like underperformed. Uh, LAFC has players that you don't want to leave on the 1v1. And Galese couldn't do anything. And eight for, uh, he, he had you know, four goals against, unfortunately, right? Uh, we'll analyze everything, the lineups, what happened, all of that and more. Then we'll talk about Chicago and what's coming up next. And the, the, the title of the, of the show today is called Comeback Kid. And, and why? Because Orlando, throughout, since its inception, since USL days, has always been the comeback kid. Uh, you know, when you think that Orlando is done and everybody's yapping their mouth saying that Orlando is done for the season and they're posting garbage on Facebook and on other social media outlets, Orlando players prove you wrong time and time again because – you know, no one wants to put on and play the sport to lose. They want to go ahead and play the game and win. Unfortunately, um, it was a tough defeat at home. And next is Chicago. And we'll analyze that. We'll talk about the great momentum of OCB as well. Uh, I mean, they're playing a level that it's uh, unreal. And I think there's a lot of hopes for this franchise uh, with OCB. And then we'll talk about the pride. Uh, Dave, how are you, my friend? Welcome. Yes. Thank you, Luis. And uh, happy Monday to everybody. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here mm. for years. That's why LL Cool J said. I think uh, Pato was uh, rocking that on the way to the stadium. Um, beautiful football. Unfortunately, the result did not go our way. Um, I have to say, first of all, Luis, I have to thank the listeners who came to say hello to me at Harry Buffalo uh, this past Saturday. I was there to meet uh, my good friend Kevin Reese from Orlando City, UK, uh, who alongside with his wife is, is visiting Orlando for these two two games. Um, talked some football, obviously talked about our English team. He presented me with a Steven H jersey signed by all the players. Um, unexpected uh, gift. So, Kevin, thank you again. And you know you're... Uh, watching, <laughs> uh, so um, uh, so it, it was it was super invigorating to see the the atmosphere, uh, Luis, and obviously felt good to see that the people that are watching, consuming our content, really enjoy it. Um, well, what I can tell you guys is this: um, uh, when it rains, I always expect the 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 game to be chaotic because if the ball is wet, the surface is uh, the water on the surface causes drag. Uh, the ball doesn't bounce as it should. Um, 
on the four goals, so we're going to talk about all this. Four goals, this is my analysis. First one, we got caught with our pants down. Okay, I can give you that. Second one, inexcusable, completely inexcusable, especially after we just level things up with a beautiful volley from uh, from Pato. That's one of the, probably one of the best goals I've seen live in a very long time. Um, and then the um, then we have to they, then we allow them to come back, and then uh, Joao has to pull another uh, rabbit out of the hat. And uh, we went to the to, we went to the showers thinking, okay, well, at least we're gonna get a point out of this. And unfortunately, that wasn't the case. Third goal was uh, defensively, which is basically uh, gave them the ball on top of the box, and we blocked uh, Pedro's view. And that's where the goal comes from. Uh, I've been sitting in section 33, so I had a, a good view of what was going on. And lastly, um, the last goal, I I don't I don't harp on those. Like I was telling Luis before we started recording, uh, if you have watched enough football, you know that when you are chasing the game in stoppage time, it's all mid on the grill, and you're all offense, and uh, they're gonna always get you on the counter attack. That you lose by one goal or by two goals, it doesn't matter. You're losing regardless. So I, I am okay with the risk versus reward in that situation. It was a bad night. Uh, those games happen, um, but uh, like all our friends are saying in the comments, uh, Luis, um, offensively we look very good. Uh, just like I said, just defensive mistakes. That's that's where we we drop the uh, the hot soup on our lap. Um, I'm okay with situations like that as long as we learn from our mistakes. Uh, but, um, you know, we got to win at home. And unfortunately, we have uh, dropped the ball twice uh, at home uh, under extreme circumstances. One game was really cold. This one was really wet. Regardless, you got to win at home. Yeah. Um, um, Oscar Pereja on post-game press conference, I was there. He, he was uh, very upset. You know, you could, you could tell he was visibly upset. Uh, he also said the same – he used almost the same word you used. It was inexcusable. He was not there to make excuses. Um, he praised the first half of, of the boys uh, for sure. He, he praised that that's the style of – that's what Orlando City play needs to be. Uh, when they're fully gel like that, they dominated um, the first half completely and uh, came back twice from being down a goal. Uh, and, and he wants to see that more. Um, unfortunately, you know, the second half was inexcusable. You know, he even said it, right? And so those are things they need to work on. And unfortunately, in a, in a crazy way, I personally take this as it's better that this happened now, which is at the beginning of the season, even though we already lost three points at home, no, six points at home almost, right? Uh, then, then it happened further down, right? Um, obviously, everybody, you know, we lost AC, right and uh antonio carlos but again we'll touch on that in a little bit i want to read some comments here uh so we can uh read the people here victor sanchez he says orlando's here to stay no matter what we're here to support ahmed salim it says uh let's go sea wolves this is uh ahmed, ahmed salim watching them play this past weekend you really see the chemistry developing looking forward for the rest to the rest of the season edgar montañez saludos un saludo edgar Jim D, probably the most elegant soccer I've seen um, from o OC's offense, possibly ever. I, I agree on that. 
uh, Victor Sanchez, Antonio Carlos for four to six months. Um, that's not confirmed. And that's another thing. We'll, we'll touch on that in a little bit. Jim D, ATL got rocked with injuries. Can't help but think the refs are not keeping the matches under control. So this is such a great point because, again, in the post-game post press conference, Joan Moutinho was there, right? And um, he, 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 he said, I asked him a question about, you know, there were 19 fouls LAFC committed. I was there at the game, and they were resulting to make the play dirty. This was completely obvious. You may want to analyze the stats and, and oh, how many passes, how many passes do they make? And the, and the, and the attacking third, the attacking third. No, you may want to overanalyze garbage like that, right? But the point being is clear. They came here with, with making the play dirty. They wanted to make the play dirty, and that's what they did. You know, uh, what uh, Rodriguez did to AC wasn't ex- it, it was there's there's no reason my friend. It, there was no reason for him to do that and he didn't even get a yellow card so so those are the type of things pro referees are doing this i don't know why you know it, it's just kind of weird that it's with, with the bigger markets right um all i'm trying to say is um it's a tough loss four goals uh, we got to turn the page, do better for sure. Orlando needs to do better. Um, that second half is inexcusable. But LAFC was not the dominant team, in my opinion. They were not the flashy black and gold um, Hollywood, you know, um, squad. You know, no. They were not lucky. They were not. I'm not saying. Holling's head was garbage, in my opinion. Um, you know, when, when CIFO came in too. Um, I mean, he came in to, to beat up our players, essentially, play extremely physical for no reason. And um, Moutinho said it. He said, I, I wish the ref would have given out, out more cards. You know, and we'll play that in a minute. But uh, let's keep reading some and, comments and, here. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it says here, um, uh, Daniel Phillips, I'm proud of the way the boys played. The attack is starting to click. We're proving we can go ahead with some of the most dangerous teams in the league. I, I do agree. Go ahead, Dave. No, I was going to say the foul against uh, Antonio Carlos happens on the 18th minute. And then the same guy on the 24th scores a goal. I I, I mean, if you want to correlate that, um, I think um, the – one of the things that I that I that I have always said is that in each year of Orlando City, we always have that one player that just wins the hearts and minds of the fans by their what they do on the pitch, and um, it, it it doesn't necessarily have to be a fantastic player. It's just they are good at what they do in that particular time and space in the club. A lot of people. We'll, we'll laugh at this, but, you know, um, Adrian Vinter, you know, in his time here, uh, he was uh, he was big because of that. In the USL era, you had Luke, uh, Luke Bowden. Luke Bowden. Yeah, we have we, – we had in, in particular time, time frames, we had those players. Antonio Carlos, not only is he good now, he is probably one of the best CBs that we've had uh, in this club, one of the best players that we've had. The guy just goes out there and plays as if he was born and raised in Orlando. Uh, so to lose him on a back pass to our keeper 
where he wasn't even a, 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 a offensive threat at all. This guy just basically taps him in the knee, loses his control, lands the, the wrong way, and we may have, you know, we're going to lose him for some time. We don't know yet. Obviously, it hasn't been confirmed. Uh, but, um, and, and, and he doesn't even get a yellow for that. It, to me, is is outrageous. The fouls were completely dirty. And just so you know, out of all the 19 fouls that Luis mentioned, they only got five yellows. We got yeah. one. And it was right. for uh, Cesar Araujo talking back. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is It is something to take in, into consideration because, I mean, uh, I mean, from LAFC, the two people out say played a, a hell of a game was Ely Sanchez, to me was the best in that team. Um, Latif Blessings in the second half. It was very influential trying to recoup that ball on that right wing. And uh, Brian Rodriguez. But Brian Rodriguez did it in a way that the first half, he was just going boom, 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 boom. And he found even more space when AC was out. And how did he do that? Ruan couldn't finish the back and forth. He couldn't finish the wing. So he would go into the attack and he couldn't come back in time leaving a space uh, right in the back line, making it easy for L- L.A. to exploit that empty space. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. sometimes it happens. Uh, AC is so good at what he does, he covers mistakes of other people in that back line because he's the general of that back line. You would think Pedro is the general in the back line. He's the keeper. He's the commanding voice. Hey, stand here on a set piece, you know, stay right here on the set piece on the corner kick here and there but antonio carlos he's been the 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 the, um, the link mm-hmm. on the cuban chain right on the cuban link chain he's been like that link with the whole four guys that we have right there in the back and luis antonio has field awareness and he can he can forecast when before things happen and that's not me making it up i mean the numbers uh the numbers and the the, the stats continue to prove that point. Um, whatever we're paying him is not enough. Uh, Taylor Twelman, who's a man that has been short on compliments for our club, always says that Antonio Carlos and Robin Jansen are the center back combo that that should be in the all-star game. You know, it is it they're those guys are that good, but Antonio Carlos is I, I see Antonio Carlos' future once he hangs the boots for good. As a, as a manager, because because what he does, yeah. if, when you're live and you hear him, I, I said I said in the lower bowl, very close to the pitch, when you hear him talk, he he's he's he, he whatever he does allows us to be more fluid and more relaxed in the back. Losing him definitely was a disaster. My personal opinion, the second goal that we gave up was uh, was what. Out, you know, basically unravel everything. Uh, it was it was such a bad option. Uh, when you see it, uh, when you see it at home, you see that um, that Juan had so many choices. He could have sent it to the baseline for a goal kick. He could have, I'm sorry, for a corner. He could have sent it to the side for a throw in. He could have booted it up in the air. He could have done a lot of things. Heading it out to your keeper to the far post when he's already on the near post it's it's uh, it was bone it was a boneheaded decision and it cost us there right and and 
And unfortunately, it happens, right, in the sport, right? Um, not everybody's perfect. I mean, I mm -hmm. wish I could be, you know, a Power Ranger, right, and, and be perfect and do magical things. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. But one thing that I take is this man that it's right here in this picture today, what a game he played. I mean, you're talking about, again, Oscar Pereja and his staff and him too and his work ethic. And, and, and trying to still have uh, plenty of gas in the tank if he keeps playing at this level. I mean, what nutmeg he made to Janela. <laughs> I mean, Janela is still dreaming about Pato right now uh, on that nutmeg that he did, that play. That's a, mm -hmm. city, that's a Europe level play, right? And um, we saw it right there at Explorer Stadium. Uh, If Pato keeps playing at that level, he's going to be a threat indeed, and he's definitely a starter. Comeback no player of the year. You can't, you can't take him out of there. He already has two goals and one assist in the season. I think little by little, he's going to find his form. He's been more vocal. He complained a lot about them playing so rough because you have to understand, he's also been injured and sidelined for many times. Yes. And, and he already saw what happened to AC, and that mm -hmm. was – unacceptable unacceptable and unacceptable he was being vocal about it and then urso told him hey relax man like don't get a yellow card dude because if we lose you now like if we lose you man like we we we, we have no attack right now so you know take it easy take it out a notch and unfortunately um unfortunately he um he kind of took it down a notch and then you know but what a game Uh, super proud of him. So happy to see him play at this level. I think this is the uh, reivindication of his career for sure. And mm -hmm. um, Oscar is known for doing that. He did it with Nani. And he could be doing the same thing with him. So, uh, so happy for that. And, and that's another positive in my opinion. And then let's talk about this gentleman right here. Uh, Rodrigo Schlegel, right? What what were your thoughts when he came in uh, seven for AC? What well, absolutely, Luis, and um, you know I think Rodrigo is. I mean, after all, he's a product of Racing in Argentina, so he's coming with uh, with a high pedigree. Uh, he he got to play in the first division in Argentina, which is uh, is a very demanding league. Um, Rodrigo has proven to us that again, just like AC. He, he plays like, uh, like this matters. I mean, the man has a tattoo of the date when he, uh, when we were in the playoffs and he, and he did his, uh, goalkeeping, uh, uh, amazing. Yeah. Amazing save. So, um, as a, as a center back, which that's what he is, although a lot of people would like to have him as a goalkeeper. Um, he is. Somebody that um, still needs to improve in a couple of things. Obviously, that improves with um, gameplay. But uh, you got you to gotta think, he's playing with Antonio Carlos, Robin Jansen. He's picking up uh, pointers. He has to, uh, in practice, play against those guys, play with those guys. Um, I think he's a suitable replacement. The options are to put Antonio Carlos uh, in the injured list for end of the season and then and then go out and get a guy that doesn't have a team because then the window's closed, my friends. So who are we going to get? What value are we going to get from a player that it's, it's without a club? 
the, the chances are that we're not going to get the best. Uh, looking at OCB this past weekend, I don't want to get ahead of, ahead of ourselves here, but we have in our in our team right now guys that can be serviceable. What I think of uh, uh, what I think of uh, Rodrigo right now is he has the experience. He's young, has experience. He's hungry, and he knows uh, to step up in a moment where uh, a lot is being demanded from him. Whatever he did in 2020 is basically a, a, a showcase of what he can do. Um, I, I saw his um, highlight reel when he was playing in the uh, the reserves for uh, racing. The, the guys, uh, the guy, the, the guy goes out there and gets the job done. What I want from uh, him is less yellow cards and less uh, scary fouls in the box. <laughs> Other than that, I think I think we we're in good hands. Um, besides, if you know every team is as good as their bench, so uh, this is the time when. He's calling to action, and definitely he has to he has to deliver. Um, the, I agree with you with what you said. There's there's no point of throwing away the season, which is that's what I've heard. I've heard people want to throw away the season. I lost all hope. People need to get accountable, and 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 I don't think they've ever played a sport in their life. But then again, right. Uh, they're entitled to their opinion, right? Uh, but I totally um, don't understand the bashing, right? The throwing away the season. Uh, throwing away the season, AC's injured. Uh, oh, let, cry me a river. Let me go ahead and call my mommy, right? Uh, you, know, you know, to come pick me up, right? And um, we have Rodrigo Schlegel, which we have to trust. And we have to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's going to support him. him. We gotta support him, man. I mean, I mean, we gotta mm-hmm. support the man. I mean, why are we, why are we, even fathoming going into the free agency to get somebody else? That is, that in my opinion, that is stupid and disrespectful to the man. Have, right? It's disrespectful to the people that are there. Then you have this kid right here, Thomas Williams. He's playing at a great level in OCB. Some of the press don't go to OCB games. I, I've, I've been to OCB games. I'm going to be going to every OCB game as many as I can. Because the way these kids are playing, it's unbelievable. I will highly suggest you guys go and watch a couple of games of OCB. Absolutely. Sure, do it. This, do it. Weekend, this weekend, they were superb, yeah. man. If, the, if you're an Orlando fan, you got to go support them, for sure. And Thomas Williams and, and Alex Freeman and Wilfredo Rivera played a phenomenal game. And Hackenberg in the first half as well. So there Moses are options. Otero, Javier, Moses Otero. Tablante, Javier Otero saved two, two, had two PK saves. No, a, a very important PK save too. Absolutely. And and so there there is players. It's just and these are players that Oscar already knows. Do you think Oscar doesn't know who Thomas Williams is or or how he can play? So I think it's time. I think it, it, you know we need to rely and be like be a club that relies to its um, you know its B squad and and, mm-hmm. and go and go tap in on that. He's a phenomenal player. He's a phenomenal kid. He's fit. He's young. He's full of energy. He plays at a very high level, and I have full faith. I have full faith. Now, if he goes down and Rodrigo goes down, then I will suggest then yeah, 
Go tap in in free agency. See what you can find. Find a body. But I don't think right now we need to go and jump to find a body. Or no, 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 no. suggest that Orlando is going to be throwing away the season completely. Oh, I'm 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 throwing away the season. No, 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 no. Right. And Luis, I I met I met Thomas's family at the stadium. Met dad, uncle, mom, grandma. The cousins, the whole family, the whole family, awesome people, local people too from, from Titusville. Um, you can tell the quality of this young man by the family where he's coming from. Um, his dad, what I mean, these are people that, that really put in effort to, to make his dreams come true. Thomas is a local kid. Thomas is, is, is an Orlando City fan first and foremost, and, and he's so talented. At his age, and and like I said, um, like Luis has been saying, in the past, in years past, we had a very poor, a very poor starting eleven, very abysmally poor bench, and OCB couldn't be counted on. Those those days are gone, my friends. Those are those days are gone. The same people that are screaming that the season's over, uh, support. Uh, a massive club overseas, and uh, when that massive club has an injury, they just go and plug somebody from the academy, plug somebody from the reserves, and they don't lose they don't lose lose sleep over it. So we have to, you know, we're we, you know we're 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 a club now. We actually are a club. We have an academy. I've been there. If you're an Orlando City fan and you're just going to the games, the first the, the first uh, team games, uh, you're doing it wrong. You you know you, we gotta support the pyramid. I've been to the academy. I've been to uh, OCB games. Uh, I've been to the training facility. Uh, I, I, you know, I go to Orlando City games. That's why it's important on the 24th, my friends, on the doubleheader, after we are done with Orlando City, let's stay and support the boys at OCB that are going to be playing in the main in, in, at Exploria. So, and with this uh, conclude, so we can move forward. The, the reality is, is that if you want MLS, and you want football here in Orlando to reach the level that you're used to watching it on TV in Europe, this is how you begin with, by having the next man up mentality and having a club that will provide that for you, a constant uh, uh, belt, of moving, uh, belt of players. This guy is injured, the next guy can take over. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I, me personally, I want Antonio Carlos Healthy, I think Antonio For Carlos, sure. Antonio Carlos, uh, uh, Luis uh, uh, is on his way to a uh, all-star performance. For sure, and quite yeah. honestly, could be defensive player of the year. This really is a monkey, uh, monkey wrench in the engine. Yeah, it's 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 sad that nobody recognizes that. Right, uh, he's one of the best center backs in the league, in my opinion. Probably one of the you know, at least top five, uh, you know, top five in the league for sure, uh, right there and then with everybody else. And um, one thing about Antonio Carlos that I press is uh, his work ethic, right? He, he had this whole visa issue. And within that whole time that he stayed in, in, in Brazil, he trained his butt off. I mean, you have to understand, he trained his butt off. That's why you couldn't see an underperformance from Antonio Carlos the past few games until the injury. Because he he trained he 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 worked during his his off season, 
he just didn't i mean he went to see his family but he worked he he did his job right because he wants to make sure that he's the better version of himself for all the fans for everybody that plays their season ticket for everybody that right now is saying that Ruan needs to leave Orlando because I've read that too you know that that, that Ruan can can cross a ball for for the lights of him which is uh, to me despicable because I want to see you sprint like Ruan I I I want to see you sprint like Ruan I I I bet you cannot even do it right and just paying your season ticket doesn't give you the right right to completely negate the fact The Ruan has given you goals that you've shouted and you said goal. You cannot negate the fact that Ruan is also a player of this team and he's also worked the, the offseason. He's also an important part of the club. Whether you agree or not, we cannot go and get DeAndre Jedlin. We cannot go. We're not that type of club. If, if you all want to be a club that wants to kind of mirrors what's going happening down south, which is a, 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 a cluster, you know, I was going to say something else, a cluster F, right? Um, you know, we're not that type of club. Orlando came from USL. Orlando mm -hmm. uh, believes in youth. Orlando has new ownership. And I, I support what Orlando is doing right now, in my opinion. Absolutely. And, and I just don't, I can't fathom. You have, you know, here's the transfer market. And they already have Antonio Carlos injured, obviously. Then you have Rodrigo Schlegel, Robin Jensen, and Taylor and Thomas Williams. Mm -hmm. You know, Thomas Williams. Um, he's 17 years old. I mean, he can easily be the next Miles Robinson for the national team, in my opinion. I mean, and we could have a, a potential. And on OCB, we have people that are playing also in a high level, like Wilfredo Rivera. And he is, um, you know, in the Puerto Rican national team. And the first team. In the first team. In the first team. So, and he's so. going to be uh, uh, the couple nations uh, coming up soon. Uh, the, the um, again, uh, I don't want to get ahead, uh, Luis, but uh, uh, he was the captain for OCB this past weekend. Fantastic game from all the boys at OCB. Um, and but uh, you know, to go to the to the Juan situation, listen, mistakes happened last week. Everybody wanted to kill the Andres Perea. Um, again, it was a mistake, but to quote uh, uh, our manager. Uh, Oscar Pareja, he he at at uh, Pansu Pareja, he asked us for uh, patience. We gotta give it to them. He said, "Hey, bunch of young people, they're gonna, there's gonna be mistakes, blah blah blah. Be patient, because when this the, when this is uh, firing in all in all four cylinders, it's gonna be something special." Hey, uh, Luis, can we go to the uh, to the to the message sure. board? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna do. Thank you so much to the 15 people online, and I also want to thank uh, uh, I also want to thank One uh, A One Creative uh, for all the pictures that we have today. Um, you can um, check them out on Instagram at, at 181 Creative on Instagram. Uh, we'll have more pictures coming up. So thank you so much to them. And 181 Creative is Team Loud and Proud. So I want to say that also. Um, yeah, let's read some comments here. Uh, thank you so much for that. Jamie Woodmore says, sadly, most fans want to complain and find anything to complain about. I have faith in Schlegel. We will be fine. I mean... I agree wholeheartedly, and uh, I'm just saying is when – I mean, you can definitely make an argument and everybody's entitled to their opinion, but what I don't understand is just when you're completely scrapping a season, when you completely are downplaying a player that's playing in a high level, that has played in Brazil Serie A, 
like Ruan has, like Antonio Carlos has in, in important clubs over there. And you're completely calling him a piece of trash while you're mm. eating Cheetos uh, in your house or your mom is telling you to clean your room, right? So, so that to me, it's, it's, it's like unfathomable and it, it doesn't go with the sport. Um, but then again, you know, whatever, right? Um, Jim D, unfortunately, it is not uh, just replacing AC. It's making a new team of, uh, of, of CBS, right? Um, <clears throat> of center backs. Mm. Uh, Gamma Knife, we're still going to need another option of center back from which Schlegel or Jensen are out. I totally agree. Um, mm -hmm. We, I mean, we have Thomas Williams and we, we need to look into that. And the window, when the window opens, we'll definitely maybe keep an eye on that, you know? Um, Victor Sanchez, Rodrigo, Papi, I, I can do it, Papi. That's right. I remember that for sure. Yep. Jim D, poor Ruan. He looks like he's lost his confidence. He's no longer playing to his strengths. He's not making those touchline runs or even attempting crosses. You have to also understand, um, um, you know, people have off games, right? And uh, I'm sure he's hard on himself as well. Um, and also you have to understand that on LAFC side, Palacios was one of the people who fouled a lot uh, on that side. And that's right on Ruan's side. And also Holland's head, he had a great game. The, the, the former FC Dallas um, right back. So, and they kept switching sides here and there. And uh, I'm not trying to defend Ruan, but I'm just saying it's, it's, I mean, he's given us good link up plays with Facundo Torres in preseason games in in-season games, and I just think, you know, we're kind of not seeing that he can definitely play at such a high level too. So remember, uh, Jim D, remember when nobody could replace the injured Pato and then DK happened. Some kids just need a chance. That's right. I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And, um, you know, the, the, the cool part about it is that Orlando now has to play against Chicago Place at home, and they have a chance to, you know, clean, the, clean up his, their mess, right, and totally give the fans the, a well-deserved W that everybody wants to see, and uh, especially the first um, half performance that they had against LAFC, and they can do it. So what are your expectations uh, for the Orlando City and Chicago Fire game, uh, Dave? Yeah, 1 p.m. kickoff uh, definitely is going to bring the challenges of uh, what's well, going to be hot. And uh, that's the first thing. It's going to be hot. Um, and we have to use that as a, to our advantage. Um, I felt that we won the Chicago game. Obviously, that, that was a goal, and I will go to my grave. My headstone is going to have a bunch of things at the end. That was a goal in Chicago. Um, and uh, so we, we managed to defeat them. At the time, they didn't look very good. I mean, they, they, they have a point ahead of us. Um, one of the things personally, I want to defeat them because I'm sick and tired of MLS and the Chicago uh, media saying, we haven't lost the game. You did against Orlando. That was a goal. Oh, we haven't conceded this many goals. You conceded against Orlando. Okay? So, fact is, is that I want all the frustrations of the past few days to just be bestowed on, on Chicago and, and, and make, uh, make a statement. First and foremost, 
because it's the first time uh, since Cincinnati where we are playing uh, uh, Eastern uh, uh, Conference foe. We have to get the three points. We have to win at home, friends. We have to win at home, regardless. Uh, the the there shouldn't be an excuse. If you lose or tie to Chicago, then you cannot make an argument in the postseason to go and get the uh, the the supporter shield or the uh, the the MLS Cup itself. You can't. You know, you can't let teams that, in my opinion, are not as good as you are on paper. Uh, the future at home, and uh, this Saturday you they have to they have to come back. One of the things that I I gathered from the fans, uh, Luis, as I was leaving the stadium, was that the fans were not upset at the result. Yes, we lost, so obviously that's upsetting. But they were okay with our performance. What they didn't like was that two home games in a row, especially one that we had to wait so long for. Uh, and, and we lost. So fans want to see the team win at home. So I, I expect the boys to, to come back, refresh, re-energize, and, and be able to do it. But, again, um, you know, Western teams, personally, since we win NMLS, I don't put too much stock when we lose against them, like I, like, like I said at the beginning, because those points don't count against us in our pursuit to a playoff spot. But um, – this is an Eastern team. We have to defeat them. And um, I, I have to tell you, the East looks like a mess. And it may be like this for the rest of the season. So with more encouragement, we should start putting points on the table to uh, basically cr- put it on cruise control to, uh, to the playoffs. Let's get the board out. So Orlando against Chicago. Let's do our lineup. Uh, everybody that wants to participate, you can also leave your lineup. Who would you put as a right back? Who would you put as a center back? Who would you put as a left back? Obviously, with the loss of AC, uh, who you put as, uh, you know, who who would you put on there? So just leave your comments, and um, we'll 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 change it on the on the lineup here. So obviously, Pedro is going to play, right? I mean, I think that's obviously Pedro. Yes, right. Then um, who would you put at right back? Would you keep Ruan, or do you have any other options there, uh, Dave? I I'm gonna get a lot of hate. I will yeah, put fine. Smith. I will put Smith there. You put Kyle Smith. All right. Mm-hmm. So I will keep her on there. But okay, that's fine. Uh, Kyle Smith. And then who would you put as a, a, a do pairing center backs? Uh, the, our pairing is obviously gonna be Schlegel and uh, Robin Jansen. And uh, our our left back obviously has to be Joao Moutinho, who yeah, he's who's proven that he can score and that he can go all ninety. Uh, yeah. Joao, what, Joao, a, what a personality on the one v one too! I'm very surprised at his level of play. Joao, uh, Joao is gonna have his best year in MLS this year. Save that, um, Joao. He, uh, you know, the, the kid has everything to succeed in MLS. Uh, he has an understanding of American culture. He he he's sharpening his skills not only in Portugal at uh, Sporting uh, Academy, but um, uh, in the United States uh, with I believe it was Akron that where he came from. Um, the he also he's trilingual. He speaks everybody's language practically in the team. Yeah, and uh, very well. Yeah, so I was completely flawless, flawless. So he speaks uh, the main languages on the team. Uh, he can communicate with all his uh, all his uh, uh, fellow uh, lions. 
Uh, aside from that, he's unselfish, and uh, he rarely makes mistakes. So you have to reward him for that. And that, and and he's in fantastic condition compared to years past. So who will you put it as a as a six? Sarah's uh, Mendes because I believe uh, and don't quote me. I think um, Araujo suspended, right? Because I, I mean, I think I think Araujo had uh, four four yellow okay. cards, so he's he could still play. I think, in my opinion. Mm. But uh, but but okay. So but, but but what would you put? It's 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 your it's your starting eleven, and then I'll, I'll put mine. Uh, you know what? If that's that that it's it's a great question. Uh, Mendes is coming back from a fantastic comfortable performance. Maybe, maybe we give some time off to Araujo. Doesn't mean that it's punishment. I think you know, you just rest the guy. You're at home. You know what I mean. And yeah. uh, you you definitely need to give Mendes some time. Um, because one of the things that we said before the season started, and one of the things that Oscar Pareja wanted to do was that he doesn't want to basically rag all the players playing in, 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 in and out, uh, because obviously injuries are going to happen, uh, exhaustion, whatever. So we also have to give time to people on the bench and, uh, you know, Salas Mendes is a starter in any team you put him. So you have Mendes, and then who do you put uh, next to Mendes? Urso? Urso. Yeah. Okay. Junior Urso. All right, there you go. And then wings. Who you put on the right wing and the left wing? Um, obviously, Facu Torres. Um, again, another player that just uh, just coming back from Comebol, firing in all uh, five cylinders. Um. I know he was a little jet lagged, uh, as was uh, Pedro Galese and Celes Mendes, because uh, uh, my understanding is those guys arrived uh, Thursday going into Friday, middle of the night, and uh, those dudes were at training four hours later. So kudos to them. Uh, but you know, you're a little jet lagged, you're a little tired, uh, you need some sleep. So, but uh, Facu Torres. Um, did a, a fantastic job. Um, I would like to see. Uh, I would like to see uh, the the combo of uh, Pato and and Kara again. Um, and uh, I'm going to. I'm going to say uh, who was who was playing on the wing there. Um, oh, obviously Mauricio Pereira. So, yeah, right there uh, as the ten. And who's going to be your nine? Kara? Yeah, Kara. I think um, one of the things that I noticed, because I, I, this, this is the other Facebook uh, uh, cry session of the week. Let's, let's, let's go into, this, uh, into the latest complaint. When is he going to score goals? Okay, I, I give you that. He's a, number, uh, a classic number nine, like he said, and um, he hasn't scored goals. Uh, what I can tell you he has done, had the goal stood in uh, Chicago, that would have been uh, an assist. Obviously, he had an assist, an unselfish assist in LA Gal uh, the LA Galaxy. LA. Yeah. And um, when you look at the game, he gives you so much defensively and offensively that at this moment, as, obviously, as long as somebody else is scoring, I don't really need to see him scoring goals to say I need to see him start. Because Kara's doing a lot of things 
Well, one of the things that uh, Fernando Darguila, former OCB uh, manager and uh, manager of uh, the uh, Barcelona Academy, uh, said to me a few years back when we interviewed him for uh, Orlando Lions then, uh, he said that one of the main things that you need to do when you're evaluating a player is you need to see him when he does three things, when he loses the ball, when he doesn't have the ball, and when it's time to defend, especially on offensive players. When it's time to defend, what does he do? So when you when you look at those three things, that's what you know. The, you need you need that's how you know a player is good. When 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 he's without the ball, when he loses the ball, how he reacts to that, uh, and the other one is what is the player going to do defensively? Because you know football is a game where uh, small mistakes. We saw that Saturday. Uh, can cost you dearly. So if you have a, a, a player that is like, hey, we've all seen that person losing jobs. I got hired to take the trash out. That means I don't do anything else. Right, so I only want to do. I only want to do my task. That's it. Right, exactly. And 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 right. and I and, and just a uh, uh, two second story. My wife and I went to a supermarket once. Uh, this very recently. I don't want to say where it was at. And um, my wife uh, says to the cashier. Uh, by the, uh, a young girl, maybe 16, 17 years old. By the way, I had a problem trying to find this particular item. And she's like, I don't know. And just whoop, kept ringing. Instead of saying, instead of doing what I would have done, no problem, ma'am. I'll find help. Pick up the phone, call somebody from that particular section and try to find the product because that means the world to the, to the customer. She just, again, oh, I'm only here to check you out. That's it. We've seen those type of people. That's why Antonio Carlos is so fantastic because not only he scores, he is uh, he he does his job very well. He encourages his he elevates the people around him. When it, it doesn't matter if you are working at Burger King or you're working assembling cars. When you have an individual that makes everything better around him, because he doesn't he's not he's not making it about himself. Or, or or do less work, great things happen. And championship teams have two, three, or four of those individuals in their squads. So, to me, Kara, uh, yeah, I would like to see him score goals. I've seen his highlight reel. The guy can, can, can score. And, you know, this past weekend, if it wasn't for great goalkeeping, he would have got at least one or two. So, um, yeah, that's um... my... Yeah, Crepo played in a very high level too. Uh, that's the keeper for LAFC. Uh, he stopped a lot of goals. Uh, Pato could have had a header. Uh, we have the picture here too. Uh, I'll put it in just a moment right before we close here. But I want to um, say my lineup real quick. So um, when it comes to Kara, for, for a number nine, it, it takes time to gel with everybody because the number nine is a position that especially him, he's a pivot nine. So he is not a, um, a false nine or a nine that's going to generate its own play. He's going to need the ball to be sent out to him through a set piece, through a, he, he could strike it from the distance, but he's not going to go on the 1v1, create his play. He's going to go on the 1v1 or he's 1v1 with the keeper, and then he's going to finish the play, right? So... <clears throat> that takes time. Uh, he's getting better and better. He's got already some assists. So in due time, it will happen. Gaston Gonzalez is also going to be coming into the team. And I think 
his addition into the team is going to change Orlando City completely because he's playing at such high level right now. You guys don't even understand how on a high level he's playing right now in Argentina. His, he's probably the best player in his squad right now. And he's about to play Copa Sudamericana. Uh, and he's one of the top players there. So he's going to come in and he's going to definitely make an impact, in my opinion, um, t- with Torres on one wing and then Gaston on another wing. And then maybe we can play with Pato Ankar up top. Absolutely. Maybe sit down Mauricio for a little bit, play with two number six. So there's just more options for Oscar to, and his staff to figure out what other things we can do to play against the Austins and play against yes. different teams that we have not faced, right? Absolutely. So in this particular game, I would definitely uh, keep Ruan here. That's the only change. Uh, I will change. I will keep Ruan here. Uh, I will have Taylor, I will have Thomas Williams in the bench because I think you need to give Schlegel the opportunity to prove himself and to handle a starting position right away. I think he's done it before. And he already has years playing with Jensen. So let's do it, right? I would never, I would not move Moutinho right now. He's hot. He's making definitely, he's definitely playing very well. Um, I agree with Araujo. Uh, I think we could sit him down this game. I think Urso and Mendez would be my pairing right here. And uh, Pereira, Pato, Torres, and Cara. I think this would be my, my only change. And why, and why Ruan? Um, because I think this game, he's probably going to see what everybody has said online. And he's going to bust it. He's, he's going he's gonna to be uh, the, the road runner. And which is what that's what people want to see, right? Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. so, and so I, I see. And plus, on that wing, you got Pato and Ruan. And uh, Pato's been playing a phenomenal game. I wouldn't take him out, in, out of the starting lineup at all. And, and, uh, and Luis, a quick thing about uh, Gaston Gonzalez because I, I see it on the comments, and uh, uh, so uh, a lot of people have been asking about him. Um, I, re- I I'm gonna be reaching out to Nachito Sanchez, obviously uh, our source there in in Rosario, uh, to uh, I'm sorry in Santa Fe, uh, to find out um, uh, what's going on. Uh, you know, as far as we all know, it, it's a done deal. I like you guys remember. I asked uh, Oscar Pareja personally. He said yes, it, he's coming. Because uh, there's again the Facebook uh, uh, tinfoil uh, hat squad is already saying that he's not coming. That we haven't heard from him. That the deal fell apart. And th- this is the type of people that keep my blood pressure up. So that, that's why I stay away from those places. But um, Gaston, this past weekend, phenomenal. This kid, I'm telling you, they they. Um, uh, the the fans still holding on to hopes that it, it all goes away and they get to keep him. Um, all I gotta say is when that man arrives here, uh, we may you know cue the uh, eye of the tiger music at the stadium. We may see if people are saying that Saturday was pretty football and we still lost. You're gonna see some gorgeous football because this kid. This kid just is a footballer. He has it all. But as, aside from that, uh, Luis, if we can go to the comments, I see that they're piling up. I want to get. Yeah, them. sure. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm about to go ahead and do that. Just give me a second here. Um, Victor Sanchez, can't wait to see Gaston in OCSC. Uh, Gabriel Gomez, Paton Carpo, both impressed me as a new soccer enthusiast. Uh, how are you doing, Gabe? As uh, Gabe from One A One Creative. 
Victor Sanchez, what about the OCB player that can play with OCSC? That's uh, Thomas Williams, for sure. I think um, he's definitely going to be in the bench, in my opinion. I think um, in case Rodrigo goes down, he's definitely in it. Yeah. Right? Um, Jim D, once Gaston gets here, uh, Kara will turn into a scoring machine. I, I believe I, that, yeah. I think our prowess on the wings is going to be hard to contain because I see Gaston Gonzalez as a more physical player than Facundo Torres. Facundo Torres has that silky touch class Passing yeah. prowess, great vision. Gaston Gonzalez is like <clears throat> he's a brute, he's a he, muscle. Yeah, he's he's massive. Like his arms, he just he's just gonna go like this to people in fast speed, and they're not gonna be able to stop him. Can you find a one. picture, Luis? Because I I think a lot of people have heard of him, but they, I don't think anybody has seen him. Some yeah. some people maybe maybe have not seen him. And, this He's is, uh, Daniel Phillips. Kara's first touch is buttery smooth. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Jamie Whittemore, add Smith, Schlegel, and Mendes. Keep the rest the same. Araujo with his yellow sits. Carlos out due to injury. I, I do agree on that. Um, I mean, Smith, Kyle, he's been practicing with the team a lot, but I did feel in the second half of that game when he came in, there wasn't enough punch as usually we see Cosmith have. And the reason is because of his, his lack of minutes. So hopefully this is an opportunity for Kyle to have more minutes. And he, a Kyle Smith with minutes, you know, hell yeah for me, hundred percent, you know, phenomenal player. Um, and so hopefully, hopefully that happens, Jamie. I, I think, I think hopefully to give him some minutes and I think uh, he'll be able to start, Blending again more and, and mm -hmm. have that cosmic that we had the past three seasons. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, it says here, um, Jim D. Joao needs to pull a water boy and, and picture every opponent every is LAFC. Kid plays anger when he plays LA. <laughs> uh, no, 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 it's true. He he scored his in his team twice already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So this is uh, Waffles Inc. Um, how you doing, sir? Thomas Williams should be on the bench as Robin and Rodrigo start. I agree. Jamie Whittemore, high of 71 on Saturday as of today. That's going to be beautiful. Oh. I'm going to have to bring my jacket because uh, the press. Yeah, surprise. So I'm surprised because uh, last time we had that early kickoff was Blazing Saddles. So That's right. So let's let's put a – you guys want to put a picture of Gaston Gonzalez, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So while, while, you, while you do that, Luis, I, I, I got to tell you guys, because now we can move a little bit to OCB. I, 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 I was planning on going, uh, I, I'm not going to say unfortunately, because my wife is within um, hearing distance, but my, 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 my 16th wedding anniversary fell around the days. I really needed to spend some time with, with the mother of my children, my, my companion, my wife, my good friend. And uh, so going to the game uh, would have been ill advice. And if you've been married for over 10 years, you, you understand that part. There's, there's Gaston. Um, and um, I think OCB played beautifully. Uh, Moises Tablante. Uh, well, before we, before we go on that, uh, I, since we have the picture there, this is the guy that we're getting. This, 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 this guy is... Uh, Everything you know, like we love Robin Jensen for his physicality, uh, his hold up play. Uh, we look up to uh, Tesha Kindele 
for his hold-up play, his flexibility uh, outside the area. This kid has that. And uh, I think he's going to revolutionize our attack. And, uh, you know, he, he this guy, uh, you know, people complain about LAFC fouling us. Uh, the game that I saw against, uh, uh, I think it was River Plate, this guy, uh, I mean, short of uh, hitting him with a baseball bat, I don't know what else they were throwing at him. And he just kept going at him, kept going at him. So uh, this is the type of player that, you know, that, we, that we're getting. And um, I am I'm super excited. Uh, uh, give you guys a uh, uh, preview uh, when when it's all said and done and we know he's, he's on his way here. We're going to have uh, Nachito uh, Sanchez with us uh, so we can ask him. So, yes, can ask him all the questions you want, and um, we can talk about this fantastic player. Yeah, and then, you know, let's switch to, to OCB and Pride. Um, definitely. And then we'll, we'll see Pato's goal and all that good stuff, too, uh, right before we leave. Um, I want to thank everybody that's online, more than 15 people live. So thank you so much for that. Um, Give me one moment and pull up. So I was at the at um, Osceola County Perry, Stadium. County Stadium, uh, gorgeous day. As you can see, the clouds. It looks like they're made out of out of paint or something, but it, mm -hmm. it, it does how beautiful it, it was. Um, let me first say um, this kid right here, Moses Tablante. Um, what a player! I think uh, uh, great talent. Um, very good on um, being very, very physical on the one we want to. So, mm -hmm. you, I mean, if you have a, a left back or a right back coming to him, trying to take the ball away from him, he doesn't stop. He, he's not – he's trailing back or pass it back to the six. No, he goes forward. And uh, that's one thing. And he loves to link up with, in a 4-2-3-1 Right, he likes to link up with the number 10 in this case was uh Wilfredo Rivera, right? Because Jacqueline mm -hmm. was the nine, mm -hmm. right? So you know, he scored, he's also scored the winning penalty. So you know, phenomenal game. And he had some words, you know, that they've practiced uh, in the post press conference. Thank you to Orlando City Communications. He said, um, they've practiced penalties because, as you know. In OCB and in, in, in uh, MLS's next pro, the US, uh, well, the US soccer, uh, MLS, is trying to have either winners or losers. There's, there's no ties. So when the game ends in a tie, they go into a penalty shootout. And then the team gets a certain number of, of points awarded to them for yeah it's uh, a point for, for the traditional tie mm -hmm. and if you win and the shootout you get an extra point an so extra point so you, they get two points mm -hmm. so right now Orlando City has five points right and uh, they won the shootout um, not only that but this guy was massive too Otero. Javier Otero mm -hmm. Javier Otero I mean talking about we have Mason Staduhar talking about we have Greeny and talk about we have this guy right here and I'm telling you this, and for all Venezuelan people that are listening to me right now, I feel very excited. If Farinas, oh, yes. his last World Cup, because I know he's so young, this kid's the future keeper. Keep an eye, well, the United States too. I mean, this kid is a great keeper. Keep an eye. 
he he has the size he has the endurance he has the he plays well with his feet um he in the in the 1v1 he's done a pedro galese on this game so he he can definitely he's going to make a, a statement on o, he's already Absolutely. making a statement in OCB but it's just so exciting that this is coming from Orlando from central florida absolutely and, and so, if, yeah if, Luis, if you're venezuela to the fans if you're venezuelan you should beat your chest proudly uh moisés tablante and uh, which uh we interviewed moisés tablante uh two years ago in tiro de esquina his dad is is a uh a, a, a listener of ours and um I, and, and so I, i have i have a lot of Uh, I, I lean towards Moises. Uh, I spoke with him um, uh, when I went to see the U17s uh, last season. And uh, this guy, he's so talented. And, and, and my frustration is, is that we have so much talent in the first team. And Moises, unfortunately, will need an uh, international spot as of right now, unless the team uh, can, can work out a green card. Or, you know, he, he, can, he has been here long enough. Uh, that uh, he can pursue that, uh, you know, uh, citizenship. Um, but um, the fact is, is that he has a very silky touch. He's very speedy. People love speed in, this, in, in Orlando. We have seen it with uh, Adrian Venter. We have seen it with Juan. This kid has a lot of speed. Uh, he has a great communication with his, uh, with his partners. Obviously, he has been playing with um with uh, uh with Fredo Rivera for a while so they 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 understand each other right. Jack Lynn by the way Luis by the way Jack Lynn is a scoring machine Jack Lynn is is a player that I'm very very excited about as our future number nine and also the first goal was such a selfless act of Jack Lynn understanding that the goalkeeper had overcommitted and that he had no shot but Moses Talante was wide open and he went ahead and tapped right. it in. Uh, we also saw a Wilfredo Rivera. A Wilfredo Rivera that is going to be with Puerto Rico in the, the Cup of Nations. Uh, Wilfredo Rivera that uh, is that it, it's he's a captain of OCV. And a Wilfredo Rivera that is, is a future midfielder in this club. Um, and uh, exploiting the channels. Um, and, uh, you know, again, if. If you guys are not going to the games and you guys are not watching the games, you should because those guys are not playing like a reserve team, and I'm making air quotes. They're playing like a professional team that is going out there. And yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Luis. And, and not only that, it, it was great to see Joey Desart. He played as a six yes. for, for that squad um, yesterday. Um, he played as a six. He, he missed a penalty. Right, uh, but mm -hmm. you know he he played a full 90. Um, and then I want to again talk about this guy right here, Wilfredo Rivera. Uh, what a player! Uh, I think uh, Puerto Rico needs to be feel proud of having him as his number 10 for his uh, for his squad national team. Um, he's definitely going to have a chance in the first team, I'm sure. Um, it's just that. There's a lot of talent there, and we have a, a guy named Mauricio Pereira. But in the in, in the case that he goes down an injury, I don't see any doubt for him him to be just going to the first team right away. I mean, the kid plays with no fear. He's very vocal. 
Uh, he plays physical too. So, I mean, you got a guy, he had a guy that was twice his size and the dude was holding, holding him out with his arm like this, you know, um, no fear in his eyes. No, playing very uh, silky. Um, I would love to see him link up with Facundo Torres. I think uh, it would be freaking great. Mm-hmm. He has good shot from distance as well. Um, and, you know, another one that I'm going to say, again, this is a first, these are first-team players too. They could go play for Orlando City, uh, the first team, is uh, Freeman, Alex mm-hmm. Freeman. Talk about the player. He, him and Thomas Williams – on Sunday, they were just denying and denying and denying and denying uh, NYCFC. Uh, one error that I think the backline had became a, a, a just a superb goal uh, by Keenan Hot, uh, mm-hmm. the NYCFC uh, midfielder. He just did a, a banger, you know, from from yeah. And, and Javier Otero put a pull on that and still went through. Right. So it's not so, like they. Right, but talk about this. These are the players that we have on our B team. Like they they are, uh, Orlando has in their B team. They are playing at such high level. Freeman, phenomenal game as well. You know, if for any reason we need somebody at a right back or a left back, and for some reason in the first team somebody goes down with a knock, I think he would be a suitable replacement and he'll play uh, like it's any game. Uh, no fear in his eyes. This is the cool thing about OCB. They play with no fear in their eyes. I, I've seen youth in other countries, in Peru, for example. Kids their age are shaking. Their, they're shaking. They're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. They're, they're watching me. These this kids play with no fear in their eyes. I'm talking about even Hackenberg. This is brand new in the team. Uh, Bocuso as well. Like, they play with no fear in their eyes. And that's something that you need to definitely – Mm-hmm. Uh, take take note because these are players that are going to transition to the first team. And Bakusa uh, scored from the spot, and uh, I mean he was superb. Because uh, just to remind the the, the, the fans, the, uh, both teams had uh, a, a goal in the game in the run of play and uh, from the spot. Uh, so the I mean, at, again, OCB fantastic game. By the way, if you want to watch the games, you have to go to the MLS Next Pro, Pro website, and then that's where you're gonna the the, the link to the to the live stream will be uh, put up five minutes before uh, kickoff. And uh, for because I know a lot of people have asked me, you can cast to your TV. That's the, from your phone. That's what I do, or from your device. So, uh, so a fantastic game. Uh, Luis was there. Uh, like we said, and um, uh, uh, real quick before uh, uh, Luis, before we move up to the pride, because uh, that's uh, it's it's a big stick that we gotta cut with that. Um, the uh, Nations League, the Concacaf Nations Nations League, is set up with uh, League A, League B, League C. Uh, the United States is gonna be in League A, Group D, with El Salvador and Grenada. And a uh, uh, team to watch because obviously we have uh, Wilfredo Rivera in the mix. It's going to be League C, Group D, Puerto Rico, Cayman Islands, and the uh, British Virgin Islands. Uh, Puerto Rico went through a really rough time uh, with managers. Now they're back on track with a bunch of MLS players, a lot of Lions. By the way, there's like four guys from Orlando City from the Academy OCB first team. Uh, and uh, they're making a comeback. So, uh, 
I see them coming out of uh, a pod and a league that obviously it's it's just a little islands. So in, in their group, they should um, uh, muscle their way out of there. But um, just wanted to mention that uh, as far as international football, Luis, let's go to uh, to the ladies. Not a good time. Uh, Luis, you're uh, muted, my friend. Sorry about that. My apologies. I, I, it is it is unfortunate um, to say, right, that, you know, unfortunately the pride is eliminated of the NWSL playoffs. Uh, well, NWSL Challenge Cup, my, my, my apologies. They lost 4-1 uh, to one, uh, against uh, Washington Spirit. Uh, Washington are the current NWSL champs. Um, they only were able to attain one point. Um they played a very solid defense, um, Washington. Uh, also, with the loss of Marta, I think Coach, Coach Cromwell was trying to find out who's going to step up in that position. Because Marta, in a way, was so influential because she was the captain. It's kind of like the same loss with AC, right? Even though AC is not the captain of the team, but he was such an important part of, of that squad. When you take him out, it, it kind of rattles your cage a little bit, right? So with the pride, um, they're trying to find that playmaker. And somebody stepped up, and her name is Gunny John's daughter, the, the Iceland um, national. And she played – I know Orlando played, you know, the pride lost 4-1, to one, but Gunny John's daughter played phenomenal. I mean, you're talking about hustle um, – you know, trying to fight every single ball, um, playing with a lot of heart. I mean, she honestly was what Marta pretty much left, right? Uh, she she filled out those shoes, and she had no problem filling up the shoes to a point that uh, Coach Cromwell asked her, hey, maybe you need to play as a 10. Maybe you need to be that link-up player. And so now the pride is going to take this time to obviously uh, regain strength. I mean, it takes some time off. And then think about the season ahead, right? There's uh, several players that are, you know, having good link-ups. Maggie Darty Howard, Darian Jenkins, uh, Sidney Rue. The thing is finishing up the play, right? You're losing that 10, that, that behind the number nine player that, that gives the passes for them to score. And uh, I'm glad to see that at least, even though there was a tough defeat, uh, Gunny was able to pick up the team, score, and then give the pride something to think about for the future, right? So uh, it's promising for this squad. This squad is young. They wanna, they, they're hungry. They're hungry for, for titles. They want to win. They come straight from college, some of them. They're getting used to their first – some of them is their first NWSL um, – Season, you know, season, right? But um, I think uh, they have the right mentality. I think the coach is gonna work on some things. Sad to see them go, but uh, move forward, right? It, yeah, it's just, it's just listen. Uh, we have discussed this before, and I certainly have said it online. Uh, the uh, OCB was was built with a bunch of names, uh, not necessarily uh, that worked out. Uh, we had uh, uh, Tom Cervani. Uh, he basically gave up all our picks for the uh, draft uh, that set us back three or four years. 
I mean, there was a lot of uh, decisions that, that leave you scratching your, your, your head. And, um, you know, it's a team that is in a rebuilt year. Uh, obviously, uh, the NWSL has a different structure when it comes to building rosters and, uh, and the, the rules and all that. Uh, we have seen that already uh, with things that are okay to do in MLS and things that are not okay to do in NWSL. Uh, fact is, is that uh, I think um, once the regular season starts, you're going to see a definitely uh, different team. Um, we got to try a bunch of different things. I, I'm, I'm not, um, I know that I know their fans are, are, are really tired of losing. Uh, but again, this is uh, what I, what I, what I'm happy about is that the club uh, has recognized where the problem areas were, decided to make changes from the front office all the way down uh, to uh, the kid manager. <laughs> so it's, uh, I think, I think they're going to come back strong. Uh, Pride has one, has two things that not all teams in NWSL have. First of all, they are supported by a uh, first rate organization like Orlando city is to uh, their facilities are one of the, some of the best facilities for a NWSL team in the league. They have their own uh, training area. They don't have to share it with nobody. They can, uh, you know, stay as long as possible. Because in the past, for the guys that don't know, they had to share Lake Sylvan with Orlando City and OCB. So when their practice was over, you know, guess what? You got to go. You got to go practice somewhere else, maybe a, a city park or something, because the next team has to use the, the facilities. And obviously, them being women, they have to, you know, they have to be showered, dressed, get get the heck out, because uh, now the guys are gonna be taking over the dressing room. So um, I think uh, I, I think the team uh, showed what they can do. Unfortunately, that did not translate into goals. Uh, the other teams are 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 solid. They had years uh, together. So uh, in conclusion, to uh, about uh, uh, the the pride, I think. Um, there's a lot of things that need to change, and uh, again, to the fans, patience, because uh, there's that's yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, there's there's uh, definitely something to work on on the, on that team. You know, they're gonna. I think the attack um, finishing the play needs to be something that needs to be worked on for sure. I, I know Coach Grumble, she's talked about it plenty of times. Um, now they're gonna have enough time to get ready for the season, and uh, I have no doubt. They're gonna definitely are hung, hunger. I mean, they're hungry to win. So, and, and I think that's the best part. Um, just just having that desire of winning, uh, and the, I think they're gonna win a couple games for sure. And, and again, it's it's a young squad, and they can surprise us in a year or next season too, and um, you know give what the fans want, which is the NWSL championship. So, I have no doubt with Ghani, with Aaron, with a lot of the you know Michaela Clough that's playing all, on a enormous level um you know uh washington darren jenkins sydney all, all of them they're gonna carry this team around and i have no doubt but they're gonna definitely improve um before we go um i want to um, first and foremost thank orlando city communications um for their footage i also want to go ahead and uh tell everybody to go ahead and uh subscribe to our channel um we are on twitter at lpo underscore podcast we're on facebook live as loud and proud orlando we're also on YouTube. Click on the notification bell for all notifications. And um, before we go, I want to go ahead and play the, the goals from both Moutinho and Pato. And then we'll close off the show. So let's go ahead and watch them, okay? 
Uh, anything you else you want to say before we close, uh, David? Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, I was at the uh, Stephen H podcast this past week. Uh, thank you again for Matt for the opportunity. Uh, awesome time with them. If you want to hear me talk about English football, uh, the Stephen H podcast on all their applications. Also, uh, the legendary David on YouTube for the, the latest episode of my blog. Tiro de Esquina podcast, the latest episode is still out. It's out, and uh, Thursday we'll be recording the new one. And uh, as always, I can be found at Florida underscore man76. All right. Um, and, and before we play the, the actual video, I want to just give the info about Antonio Carlos real quick because I, I, I forgot about it, and I, I'm deeply sorry about that. Uh, and it was we were going to talk about it. Um, we talked about who's going to fill in his shoes, but we didn't talk about his, his injury. So they are still – So the club, so there's there's two versions. There's the one from Wesh, was the guy from Wesh, that said, you know, season-ending injury, four to six months, blah, blah, blah. And I was told the same info as Mike and Austin and everybody else. They, they're still doing exams to Antonio Carlos. They're still diagnosing him. They don't know yet the magnitude of the, the hamstring injury. They don't even know if it's season-ending yet. Um, they are still doing exams today. Uh, they're going to then see a doctor for a further evaluation, a diagnostic, and then a timeline. And then the club is going to release it to everybody in the public. So um, just, just hang on tight. Clubs take that, that their time to make sure. Also, they don't want to just IR him because they think They want to make sure that he's completely, this is a season-ending injury, or this is a two months, uh, you know, just two months or one month or a couple of weeks, right? So they don't want to jump the gun, you know, in, in a colloquial way of saying things. So uh, bear with, with Orlando, you know, a, a lot of clubs manage themselves and carry themselves differently. I think Orlando has always carried themselves very well. And um, they'll let everybody know. We'll be, I'm sure you'll see a, Twitter, a, a tweet from me or from Mike or from Austin or from anybody that covers the club. And, and, and we'll, you'll know about it. But um, they're still making exams and evaluations. He's still in evaluation. So uh, there's nothing definite at, at this time. So I, I do want to just touch on that before we go. And then uh, we'll go and uh, play the, the goals from Pato and um, Moutinho. Anything else you want to say, Dave, before we go? We're good? Uh, no. Vamos Orlando as always. All right.
Hi, this is Luis Carlos Pineda from Loud and Proud Orlando. I want to thank you for listening to us through Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Help us grow our purple community by following us on all our social media outlets. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're also available on YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. We're available on Instagram as Pineda underscore ORL. We're available on Facebook as Loud and Proud Orlando and on Twitter as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening and vamos Orlando!